my god, I'm starting to shake, man. I know. Just don't open yourself up to them. Try it, man. Do not say you're starting to shake. Okay. Don't open yourself up to them. That can be dangerous. Come here! Do it! Stop running! Go back in. Do not run! Go back in. Come fight me in the dark. I want to provoke the hell out of them. Welcome to Come Fight Me in the Dark. The internet's only podcast with the courage to fight Zach Bagans anywhere, even a haunted honky-tonk hellhole. <laughs> My name is Joel Kleinberger. And I'm Eric Hoofnagel. And Eric, we're back. We are fucking back. Back in the saddle of girl! Back! <laughs> it is Zach Bagelhands Music oh, World man. 2 Electric Bagaloo. Man! I can't believe it. Like, this is the origin tale. This is a return to where it all started, to where it really, like, locked in all the viewership. Yeah. And it is a return for us for the from the very first recording of Come Fight Me in the Dark. Exactly. Obviously, we talked about Bobby Mackey's Music World. Yeah. And how far we have come uh, as far as being good <laughs> podcast people. Note... We started by saying our names instead of waiting 20 minutes into yes. the fucking episode. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, speaking of making it places, shout out to the Residuals podcast. Oh, yes. They mentioned us on their podcast and I didn't know it was coming. I was at work just listening to their podcast because they have a really good paranormal podcast. I suggest anyone listen to their episode on the history of the spirit radio. It's fucking fascinating. I listened to that after you told me about that. And I was like, yes, this is fucking great. It's great. Uh, But I was listening to their podcast and they started talking about us and how much they love our podcast. And I love them too. And I uh, <laughs> like flipped out at work and every all my coworkers <laughs> were very disturbed that I was like fist pumping at work. When I heard that, it was like, we've arrived. We've arrived. People- Someone's noticed. Someone, someone noticed, and we don't even know who these people are. So to the we don't know them at all. (laughs) We love you. Thank you. Oh man! Tentatively allying themselves with our witches and warlocks against Zach Bagans to be seen because they're about to do an episode on Zach Bagans Haunted Museum, which I'm very excited. about. I'm excited about it too. Yeah. So check out the Residuals podcast for sure. They are allies in this fight, which is they warlocks. are witches and, they... and warlocks like the rest of us. Yes, and they're moms. They're momlocks. <laughs> That's so funny because like they're so different from you and me. How like how polar opposite could it be? Like a couple of a couple of chill moms talking about ghosts and a couple of fat. Dumb, loud boys. Dumb, loud, fat, pink boys. Also <laughs> talking about ghosts. I'm getting pumped up. Should we go visit the dark side? Let's go to the dark side. Let's fucking bust in because we are at... Oh, Bobby Mackey's. Bobby Mackey's. Good evening. Welcome to Bobby Mackey's. Great to have you back. We're back. Happy to be back here? No. It's pure evil. I'm feeling weird, man. Is your favorite? No, I'm not. They have gone on record many times saying that Bobby Mackey's is the most terrifying place they've ever been, as far as paranormal hauntings right. go. It's the only place that strikes fear in the heart of the Gak. When they when they went there the first time, they were young. Zach wasn't as swole. It's it's so interesting to look at Zach season four versus Zach oh my season God. one. <laughs> yes. They got those flashback images where his his hair I for like his hair is so He's honed it. It's like watching an amateur sculpture. Like, that was his first offering in the original Bobby (laughs) Mackey's. And now, he is the master. He can teach you about how to shape and mold the clay that is his hair. Start off with the crew fiber. It's a really white, pasty kind of stuff. That didn't sound good. (laughs) Um, And 
then you just get the basic shape done. Then after that, I forgot my hairspray. Oh wait, before the hairspray, then I put a little touch of the ice spiker in. The ice spiker really molds it into place. This is their third time going there, and they were pretty spooked after the first time. They, they were still filled with young piss and vinegar. Yeah. But then, and this is one of those, like, if I had a time machine moments, they had a group of 100 selected, very lucky fans to come a and hunt hundred. with them. That is a lot of, a a lot of fucking ghost people. On a ghost yeah. hunting, like, in a, in a small venue. There are hundreds. There's hundreds. 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 Yeah. Speaking of, I did do some research on Bobby Mackey's, and I found probably the best one-star review that I've ever read <laughs> for a restaurant. Oh, God. Please. A person who goes by Larry Cable Guy uh, s- states that a ghost demon named Steve ruined my pizza after I visited this place. Do not visit if you want warm pizza when you go home. Four exclamation marks. <laughs> that's so stupid. It is very stupid. <laughs> also, <laughs> I hope that that's true, and I want to know that story. Because it used to be a slaughterhouse, <laughs> which... In the intro, they they do introduce that concept with my favorite two seconds of, of oh any God. segment ever. A, a, a video of some cows, and then suddenly, like, a splatter of blood where one of the cows was, and like a sound. <laughs> and that is the silliest representation of a cow dying. Because it's, it's like videos of cows, but then they, they took, like... Cowmoo from freesoundlibrary.com and played that. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, Murr! and then it's like a 1998 JPEG of a blood splatter that like gets flashed yeah. for about like <laughs> six frames. It's like six frames. So it's, it's not even like a full goosh. It's just like, <laughs> oh my <laughs> so God. Ugh, Zach. The, the entire intro is so so good at building tension and oh, it's yeah. so serious dude and and fucking bobby mackey's johanna is such a just fucking slaps that song slaps. oh dude it's a what banger. a good uh. fucking honky tonk ass song we have this desperate approach where the owner bobby mackey turn this slot abandoned slaughterhouse into a destination for his music and country music in the area and it's it's very successful to my knowledge and he doesn't believe nope but everybody else does no he he is a full-on doubter he does not believe in ghosts at all like he won't even entertain it he's just like nah science which i respect i respect that at least he's not at least he's not you know he's not playing their game he's just like look i just don't which leads uh zach with in the intro with one of the most insane inferences he's ever made where he tacitly implies that bobby mackie is an agent of demons dude this is okay so like they start this shit off with such a hard scooby-doo he's just like he's like oh you know what you know what i think bobby mackie is the source he he is feeding the ghosts and the demons well yeah he's using his music to bring in energy in the form of people that the demons could feed off of. Oh, <laughs> it's because his music is so sultry. It just pulls them in. They just want to boot scoot. And then instead of boot scooting, they're getting their souls ripped out and replaced with demons. Those souls are getting taken down to that honky tonk, badonka donk. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, right through the badonka donk. They're just getting sucked out. Oh, Jesus Christ. And this episode debuts, uh, what was only mentioned in the first visitation, which was the footage, the actual footage of the exorcism of Carl the janitor, which, uh, man, oh man, we'll get into that, won't we? <laughs> Thank you for sending me the YouTube link to the entire 
entire piece because I watched it at work today and holy moly. I guess I know what I'm doing tonight. We got to talk about the 100 guest ghost hunt that they went on, which apparently was the moment that really opened the taps on the spiritual hauntings and the negative effects on our ghost boys. Was this whole thing filmed? Was this on TV? I mean, it was filmed, obviously, because we see clips of it. But, like, we need to get our hands on this. We'll have to find that. But, yeah, uh, they get 100 people into this honky-tonk place. And so much stuff happens. Like, not only is Dave Schrader, our our heroic smooth mole man. Of course he's there. When I saw him pop up, I was like, well, duh. Of course Dave's there. God damn it. Mm-hmm. And you know who's in the shadows. Richard Sennett in disguise. <laughs> he's in disguise as Bobby Mackey. <laughs> he showed up dressed as an Elvis, as a really bad Elvis impersonator, and everyone's like, oh, that's Bobby Mackey. Yeah, and he's like, oh, Johanna, Johanna. And they're like, oh, yeah, great, Bob. It's like a whole thing. Like, Richard Sennett gets kind of called out, and he has to actually perform for everybody. <laughs> this is his moment to shine. Well, and he he, he draws a, an upside-down pentagram and lights some candles, and he gets a demon with him, and it's like, give me the voice. Of many waters. <laughs> and he channels in a mocking demonic voice Bobby Mackey and he puts oh. on the best performance of, of Johanna they've ever, ever had <laughs> that's beautiful see that's why we need to get a hold of this tape yeah <laughs> just to see so, so we can compare and contrast to see if we can tell if it's Richard Sennett <laughs> I know it is uh, it reminds me of the bible where it says the devil has the voice of many waters the biggest effect that this had on our boys comes in the form of one of the most heart-wrenching Aaron moments. Oh my God. Well, so, so like first, so Zach, Zach brings them in to Bobby Mackey's kicks the fucking door open and then they walk Backward in kicks and he's it like, in. he breach kicks it. <laughs> Yeah, and then he like he walks in first and he's like, Alright, we're back, you know, does the whole thing, and then he he turns to the boys and each one he's like, You were affected, and what happened? And like mm-hmm. like I had been told in the past, a Nick describes a poltergeist going home with him from Bobby Mackey's from the first time they went. Yeah. Shaking his pots and pans. And then Zach describes a girl he was dating (laughs) having her rosary beads ripped off and taken down the hallway. I I have to jump in. And this is going to be very fitting for an episode that stars our favorite pastor. This is going to be an episode that has a couple of Bible studies in it. Uh Uh-oh. In chapter 31 of I Am Haunted, Living Life Through the Dead, which is in Warlocks, chapter 31 is called Ex-Girlfriend's Ghosts, with the tagline, Women are hard enough to handle without their ghosts, too. (laughs) What? Did you kill somebody, Zach? Yeah. (laughs) Zach, where are the bodies? The family needs closure. Eric, they're in his dungeon. We already know. Oh, duh. Yeah. (laughs) It starts by saying, Some guys say all my exes live in Texas, which nobody says. That's just a song. For me, all my exes... Yeah, one the singer of that song. (laughs) For me, all my exes get haunted and freaked out by evil spirits. It's in the nature of dating me. Over a period of two years, every girl I dated was affected by the spirit attachments I had during that time. I couldn't help it. It was awful. Over those two years, incoming humble brag, 
I'd say 12 women were affecting, oh, affected in some wow. way. So those were the only ones that were affected. Zach didn't want to say how much puss he was bringing into this fucking dungeon. But, oh mm-hmm. my god. And then he reiterates, God, Zach, dealing with women is hard enough. Demons make it nearly impossible. And then he goes on to talk about Jesus having Christ. a two separate <laughs> healers come up to him and say that he's got a an angry female spirit attached to him uh several i would assume (laughs) yeah (laughs) so for a while i had all the women i dated sign waivers so that i wouldn't be responsible for anything that happened to them oh i believe that but i doubt it had anything to do with the paranormal yeah. Uh, he says he's joking about that, but uh, yeah, I don't think so. I bet you have to sign a waiver before going into his dungeon. Please don't hurt me. I'm not here to be hurt. The amount of attachment that these people bring home, apparently, is very severe. To the point... <laughs> Poor Aaron. God, when Zach oh. starts going in on Aaron, the look of pain pleading pain on his face is palpably heart-wrenching yeah and also you can tell that zach is like zach is charging up for the for the big one like he's like he's like okay okay listen aaron i'm gonna ask you a question (laughs) and i feel like he didn't tell aaron that he was about to talk about his like most personal drama on cable television based on the look in his eyes oh my god so basically bobby mackey's sent a ghost back with aaron that ruined his marriage yeah poor boy was and it cuts to an image of him on his wedding day and he was such a plump healthy boy with his beautiful blonde wife he was all smiles. He he probably duded so hard on the altar. I do. <laughs> and oh, dude. Aaron drops the whole ball where he thinks about 80% of the relationship falling apart was due to being at Bobby Mackey's and the stuff that came home with him, which it, it is nice to have that kind of excuse instead of uh, addressing any of the issues you may have had, but you know, not here to judge, just here to point out, just pe- here to be an asshole. <laughs> hey, look, you know, like <laughs> if it, Hey, it seems like all three of the boys like to blame ghosts for most of their relationship problems. But at least Nick seems to have gotten it, uh, you know, under control, given that you sent me that picture with him and his, like, 40 children. Dude, oh my god, so yeah, we're recording this right after Father's Day, and his, he posted a Father's Day picture of him with his whole family, and it's a, it's an odd picture, because, like, everyone is... All the children have their hands on their parents. Ugh. Like, very visibly, Ugh. like, they have to have a hand Ugh. on their parents. But he has so many kids. He has, like, six kids. Or more. Yeah, I mean, it's impossible to count because we don't have enough focus or care to do so. No, I can't count I can't count uh, a, <laughs> a handful of children in an image on Instagram. I have TikToks to watch. Thank you very much. No time to waste. Those off, night vision on. Bobby Mackey's is their unslain dragon. Exactly. It's the boss fight they can't quite get. And they try to get support from 100 people, like our first guest, Nancy Wagner, who, uh, it's a pure Zach moment when she's trying to tell the story of seeing, like, a hunched-over figure, because she gets about two words out, (laughs) and then Zach takes over. (laughs) Yeah, oh, I saw the same thing. I saw the same thing myself. Uh, I, I'll describe it. You were leading and I was coming right behind you. We both we saw both this, yeah. this, this thing. To me, it looked more like a creature. Yeah. You know, I think Zach learned to regret these kind of hunts. <laughs> Can you imagine corralling a hundred rabid Zach Baggins fans? Like, 2009 was like pretty peak ghost adventures well and i was surprised to see in that audience uh men because i fully expected 
Zach Bagans to go like full, full Jake Gyllenhaal. Is that the one that has the sex cult? Are you thinking of uh, Jared Leto? There we go. Morbius. He Morbin timed it. And so that a hundred women. Only hot goth girls. The thing with the fans, though, I, I think that Zach learned to never do this again. Uh, if I might. Uh, this is just a little bit of fun. A little fun Bible study. We'll call it Sunday school because it's hey, just for fun. Okay. Okay. This is, uh, yeah, this is the, the teens Bible. <laughs> the teens extreme Bible. <laughs> You think the Bible can't be cool? So Moses came and he was like, hey, Pharaoh, what you're doing to my people, it's totally whack. Why don't you chill out, bro? <laughs> he was a pretty cool dude, don't you think? And you know, when Pharaoh totally dissed him, Moses was like, sup, dude, I'm going to take my people and I'm going to do a sick trick in the ocean and you can't match my steez. <laughs> he said, talk to the hand and he walked off with all his people <laughs> <laughs> yeah brick wall waterfall and then the oceans close you think you have a big crew <laughs> How, what's the size of your posse i bet it wasn't every single jew hey pharaoh do you like frogs well too bad psych <laughs> I bet you really like your firstborn. Oh, whoops. No, Pharaoh, I promise I'm not going to send locusts down. Oh, wait, I had my finger crossed. Dissed. Moses, out. <laughs> oh, no cap. <laughs> oh, for real, on God, on God. <laughs> on God, I swear. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is number 32. It's called Crazy Fans. Some of you scare me. Yeah, no shit. Uh, this is and this is a kind of a teaser for our Patreon. Sign up for the Patreon. Sign up for the Patreon. I was filming an episode of Paranormal Challenge discussed exclusively on the Come Fight Me in the Dark Patreon at the Trans Allegheny Lunatic <laughs> Asylum when Dave Schrader, Chris, Chris Fleming, and I decided to get something to eat at McDonald's. Don't judge me. It was evening, and we were done filming for the day. As we strode across the parking lot, I noticed one of those old child molester vans no. in the back of the lot. It looked like the A-Team van from the early 80s, except this one had no windows, which the A-Team one didn't. <laughs> except, <laughs> except this one was driven by a large man with a mohawk and a lot of gold. Zach Biggins, are you saying that Mr. T drives a child molester van i think he has some pity for you sir yes <laughs> i was a little on edge with each step and with good reason it turned out when we were about halfway to the door of the mcdonald's the sliding door of the van opened and two women came running towards us <laughs> zach you need to say hello to my daughter the older woman said hello i said <laughs> thrilling storytelling hello it's really like he's really painting the picture <laughs> do you recognize her i was starting to feel uneasy seeing the way they carried themselves i could tell that something about them was off do you not recognize your own daughter bum 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 mori povich pulls around <laughs> he's, he's in the van we have the papers <laughs> We're going to do a paternity test live in this McDonald's parking lot. In the case of little Zacharia. I could tell something about them was off and not in a good way. If something's off, it's not good. Okay, I won't. I'll stop being pedantic. No, I don't recognize her, I replied. The girl who was probably 15 or 16, so just in my age range. That doesn't say that. I. Oh that. my god, you motherfucker. I... <laughs> God damn it, I almost fell for that. <laughs> so, the girl who was probably 15 or 16 suddenly covered her face with her hands and burst into tears. Oh boy, here we go. 
Well, Zach, you've been having sex with my daughter. What? Through astral projection. Shut the f- And now she's pregnant. No way. (laughs) According to that one very, very mentally unsound woman on TikTok, uh, yes, he definitely could um, and probably does all the time. But, I wonder if it's the same woman. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, I could imagine that. <laughs> Interactions like this show here, getting that close to fans, Zach realized that perhaps he had more than just demons to worry about. <laughs> and you know what? That's my life. <laughs> yeah, that's me, Zach Baggins. You may be wondering how I got here. (laughs) A 16-year-old girl saying that I got her pregnant through astral projection? Get out! Boy, that really set off one wild summer. (laughs) And that's when I jumped on the back of Dave, and he dug down deep into the earth. (laughs) And we escaped from those two crazy fans. And that was only the beginning. Come with us. Dave threw an entire burger from McDonald's into his mouth, and his arms got as big as Popeye's, and he dug right through the linoleum, the linoleum, shit, the floor. Loyoleum, the loyoleum, the loyoleum, the loyoleum, oh, fuck the loyoleum, damn it. Oh, I la, wait, I la, pesta. Aaron, and speaking of people who are uh, haunted and their marriage is dissolved, we have our, our second return guest in the form of Matt Coates, a.k.a. Yes Ander. Oh, man. He is still employed and his improv game is still fire. Yeah, he is in it. On that hunt, on that 100 people hunt, Zach and Matt, had a little bonding moment where they both got possessed and wanted to kill each other and everybody in the building. So they were just vibing. They were just vibing with each other. So at some point he talks about how he got anointed. So pastor Kyle anoints him with holy oil and Zach says it burned. Mm -hmm. It burned him. And he, and that, and that's a good thing. Go to go back to episode, the Pavalia Island where they use the anointing oil that Pastor Kyle gave them. Yeah. And it burns him again. And I 100% think he gave them fucking chili oil. (laughs) Absolutely. It had capsaicin crystals in it for sure. Because if it burns him twice in a row and it's from the same person... Fishy. But Eric, he was possessed both times. Oh, that's why. That's Remember, why. yes, Andrew was given his medallion. Oh, yes. Yeah, that was also rubbed in fucking chili oil. Your lives may be in danger. Why? You've seen things that weren't to be seen. Zach Bagans really trying to ham up the drama with Matt Coates. And he asks the question, like, Week after week, Matt says, like, every week there's a moment where he turns his keys into Bobby saying, I'm not going to be back. But then he comes back, and Zach is like, what keeps drawing this man back after all of his, all of, all of his experiences all this time? And it's just like, it's a fucking paycheck, man. Yeah. Like, just like the rest of us. Like, it's mid-recession. It's 2010. How many times a day... Do you fantasize about quitting? Every waking moment of my <laughs> existence. I fantasize about quitting at least, at, at the very least, twice a shift. What is he fucking going to do? Work at Arby's? Do you think that town even has an Arby's? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if that town in Kentucky is Arby's worthy. That's a slap, Bill. That's that's a hard slap. That's not a touch. <laughs> we have some other people coming in. Uh, obviously, Bishop James Long is there, a.k.a. Deacon Kyle. He got scratched. Dave Schrader, the Moleman, is back. Moleman. They, they've got another person, uh, Tara Boren, Bor, Boren, B-O-H-R-E-N. Boren? She was so boring, I forgot her. Hey! Hey! 
I never got any respect there either, you know? She heard what she believed was her daughter's voice saying, like, Mommy, help! Oh, yeah. That implies uh, one of two things. It implies that either her daughter is dead, and that is a absolutely mortifying and traumatizing experience. It's really, really, yeah, rough. Really, yeah. Or this demon root and that it's mocking and mimicking, which pastor Kyle does say is a thing. Again, we're working in the fiction. We can, we can be ho-hum fucking people about this, but working with the, within the fiction of this episode, it's really cool. Demonic proof. No, I, I, I'm, I'm like big into the whole demon thing of this whole episode. And speaking of demons, we got to talk about Carl the janitor. It's time for you to leave, Carl. It's time for every... Oh, my God! Yes, you are going. In the lore of Bobby Mackey's, they make it explicit that the the demon well was found by Carl, and Carl claims he searched for that and dug for that uh, under the bidding of this spirit. That's a, one of the really interesting little like tie-ins in this exorcism. You know, when you think of exorcisms, you think you know, the exorcist or, you know, the exorcism of Emily Rose and it's really intense, but like apparently an exorcism also can just involve a priest just being like, nope, you gotta leave. Uh-uh. No, sir. He, he turns it into a, like an impromptu therapy session. Cause, cause Carl just starts talking about how, about like, like his shitty childhood or like how he caused his mother's death. And he's like all sad about it. And yeah, the guy's like, no, Carl's a good man. He's a good boy. And I couldn't help but think about how people with multiple personalities, mm-hmm. that must have been treated as like uh, an exorcism for so many years undiagnosed mental illness trauma trauma man like yeah the th- the problem with exorcism as a practice is that it typically does target and this has like been a whole criticism of the practice it really does just target like people who need real help oh yes obviously if you look in the history of studying mental illness, like in the 1800s, we were born into people's skulls. Well, he's not screaming anymore, so must have we worked. were seriously cutting people's heads open and then also peeing on them, like depending on who you talk to. <laughs> this is like the if you think it's like those are the things that like an angry like chimpanzee does. If, like, yeah. something won't stop screaming. And it's just like, ah, fuck, I got, I'll just, uh, Pee on get, it. Fucking hit it with a chisel. Damn, monkey boy. Carl seems like he's just a disturbed person. But I also think that he, it just, I didn't believe it one bit. I've also seen and heard videos and recordings of, of other exorcisms that are way more convincing and disturbing like yeah his voice never changed it's always his voice it's always it's always carl get yep. i'm washed i'm washed in the blood of christ it's me <laughs> carl the janitor uh-oh and now now i'm one of the demons it's me a demon it's me demon carl sorry charlie it's Charlie and Sam, and then he gets uh, he gets possessed by the ghost of one of the dudes who beheaded that girl at Bobby Mackey's for for Satan for Satan. In his opinion, in one author's in one man's opinion, opinion. <laughs> Carl the janitor in that exorcism did say that he felt a very full feeling within his anus, and that was clearly the head of Pearl... Br- Bryant. 
who knew that exorcism was so easy? You're just like, nope, you gotta leave because of Jesus. You gotta go, buddy. I'm gonna read from this spooky book. You don't like the words in this book. I'm, so- I'm sorry. I don't feel comfortable serving you anymore, sir. You're gonna have to go back to hell. Don't make me open up this book and be like, hey, the Jesus, son of God. It's on in the original language. I guess you can speak English, demon. <laughs> and he's got an accent. <laughs> yeah, I come from hell. The Bible that they use have been translated a lot a lot of times is it just because it's like bible like if they're not reading in like aramaic then does it count well i mean you could make any kind of fucking argument where it's like well they speak the language of the body that they inhabit or they, uh, the demons are yeah. around us all the time so they've had time to learn our language because they're all around all the time Sucking our dicks when we're trying to sleep. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, they slither up into Zach's butthole and he's like, oh, it's that lady spirit trying to massage my prostate again. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I felt an orb enter my hole. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I just hold on a second, man. I just felt like a jolt of electricity. I felt that vibrate through my whole body. That was weird. Unless there's anything else, it's time for the lockdown, baby. Let's fucking do it. Fucking Bobby Mackey's part two. This is how Ghost Adventures crew gets locked down. I can't wait to get locked in here. I'm just pumped. You guys pumped? Yeah. Let's go get this started. I'm nervous. No! They don't stay. They get something right away. Oh, yeah. They're just entering, and Zack shows off his ninja cat-like speed when he hears a sound and he turns at unreasonable speed this is because when when they were there the first time zach was not fully evolved his hair his hair was all over the place it was not aerodynamic whatsoever his pump was not maxed no not at all clearly not maxed and he credits his hair with his ability to hunt like a shark. Faux hawk, or they call it the shark's fin. Uh, when you walk fast and you're chasing demons, I can turn on a dime. You just go straight and you tilt it, like, you know, kind of like a rudder on a boat. What was that? There is no drag on that boy. He has n- no hair on his body, he is completely <laughs> smooth. <laughs> The only hair he has is his perfect aerodynamic shark fin crown. And his gorgeous front front swooping uh, sideburn locks. Mm-hmm. Again, just to, just to decrease drag, to push air away from his face. Incredible aerodynamic. Yeah, like, he, he must be an engineer. I mean, he did go to school for a type of engineering, which is video editing and documentary making. But <laughs> Does that count? No, it doesn't. We're not <laughs> that engineers. That does not count as engineering. <laughs> right away, he's using his shark fin aerodynamic powers, and they get their first EVP that says, I'm going to kill Zack. Dude. And apparently, uh, now, after all of this, and this is just like a, a touch of the aftershocks, uh, they don't say his name as policy at Bobby Mackey's anymore. They say the Z word. Because no way. Ap- apparently, they suggest everybody who goes on hunts does not mention Zach's name. Because anytime somebody says Zach's name, they get hurt. If you're a ghost hunter and you want proof of a, de- a demonic presence or a ghost that harms people, mm-hmm. I'm immediately going to say Zach. I'm gonna well, I'm yeah. gonna talk about Zach the whole time, cause I'm I wanna I wanna get harmed. I wanna harm me, harm my body. Scratch Aaron's forehead. Scratch his face. Scratch his cornea. Ruin his current relationship. <laughs> Slither up his butthole. Make him come. <laughs> do it. Dude, no, don't do it. Listen, man. No, this don't do, do it. On that same line of logic, if you're a ghost hunter and you have the biggest paranormal show out there. You have people telling you stories about how they have a policy where they can't even mention your name because of how much it triggers paranormal activity. 
why don't you go back, Zach, for the yeah. attack? Zach going back for the attack? Hell yeah. You got scratched on your back the first time from a demonic attack, so you got to go back there, Zach, and get on that attack. Woo! <laughs> With the gag. <laughs> But, of course, there's an answer to that, Eric. There's a really easy answer to why they don't go back. Uh, why? Are they not welcome anymore? Uh, no, they're just giant fucking pussies. Oh! No. <laughs> oh! Stop! The reason is pretty simple. It's like, now with this episode and the Ghost Adventures Aftershocks episode, they've built this up so much... That if they go back to film and it's boring... Yeah, if somebody doesn't die... <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's a fucking... Then it's just a bust. If, if they don't get, like, visual proof of Aaron's head spinning all, like, off of his body, <laughs> vomiting pea soup, then it doesn't fucking matter. And it's just going to taint the legacy. Which sucks, because I want to see Bobby Mackey's 3, The Return. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the finale. That should be the last Ghost Adventures episode is a return to Bobby Mackey's. Absolutely, especially now that like he's a, he's like he's an elder goth. He's been at this for so long. He's got his successful museum. Like what an awesome place for an unexpected reunion between him and Nick. Oh my god. Where you that invite would... Nick and you don't let him know. And <laughs> Oh, wouldn't that be so good? Aaron has set this up. Aaron, Billy Tolley is there with his stupid fucking mohawk and his pouty goddamn mouth in the control (laughs) center. Just like, pimps, pimps, dude, I'm pimps. And whatever that other fucking person's name is, I don't know, he's taking a shit somewhere. Who cares? I mean, get ready. Last time we did this, he became one of our favorites. So who knows? Billy Tolley is... My least... No, not Billy Tully, the other guy. The jury's out on him. Billy Tully... No, Billy Tully is... is the worst. No, we don't like Billy Tully. <laughs> we've seen enough... We've seen enough Billy Tully to know that we don't like him. You know, it's a, it's a common refrain these days. I can't remember who said it originally, but when people sh- tell you Show who they you are... Who they are! <laughs> listen to them. <laughs> I I love this concept of, like, Aaron setting up this reunion and, you know, Nick and Zach just kind of walk around the corner. Just this moment of tension. And then Aaron just pushes play on a tape recorder. It's like, I'm all out of love. (laughs) So (laughs) lost without you. (laughs) I need you tonight. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think he presses play. I think Bobby Mackey himself comes around <laughs> from another corner, strumming and doing his own honky tonk version. It's all going to be the longest time we've been separated. Well, you're going to be in a hospital, so if there's anything, I'm sure some of the ghosts there will take care of you. I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without you. I know you were. I feel really, really sad. I love the fact that the ghosts are trying to kill Zach and. Also, apparently, Nick's wife, because the next EVP they get is, I'm going to kill your wife. And Nick, as Zach points out, is the only one who of them who is currently married because Aaron's relationship failed. Just really driving that home, Zach. Yeah. Thank you for well, that. Well, so, like, just before that, though, there's some pretty fun Aaron moments. Because, <laughs> you know, Zach is getting disappointed. He's sitting on the floor like a petulant child, and he's like, nothing's happening. There's no one. There's nothing here. I can tell. There's nothing here. And then that's when they get the EVP of the threat to Zach's life. Aaron's in the corner, and he's just feeling weird. And he's like, come over here and feel how weird it is. It reminds me of, like, the (laughs) first time I ever took mushrooms. And and I basically, like, wandered around my friend's tiny-ass bedroom. And I was like, dude, the lighting over here, though, I feel so different. So, like, melancholy. But then, like, over here, it's, like, sunny and nice. (laughs) And then then they they decide to abandon Aaron. And he acts... He has the audacity to act surprised that they're abandoning him. Zach Bagans, for all of his fucking bro fury, 
Like, Nick tries to leave Zach by himself to go check on Aaron. And then <laughs> Zach... Oh, God, this moment! Oh, the hypocrisy! He begs Nick, like, no, 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 stay close. Stay close, man. The the cojones on fucking Aaron off by himself all the time. In the place that caused his divorce. Yeah! Because it's so haunted. And he's off by himself in his weird vest, and he's and he's not screaming, and Zach's like, no, dude, no, actually, no, I'm gonna need you here, uh... Yeah, and Aaron is just on the fucking dance floor, ready to boot, scoot, and boogie with these ghosts. He is, he has nothing to fear, he already lost everything. All, that, that happy <laughs> smile in his wedding picture will never cross his face again. Oh, man, and like, and Zach also calls him a demanding little guy. You, if I yell, you get your asses down here now. Alright. Demanding little guy. Later that same evening. I'm gonna go check on Aaron. Uh, no, stay in here with me. Why, what's up? Uh, you need help? No, just, you know. In case you need another guy to kick some ass. Not exactly at Disneyland right now. <laughs> they, they move into the basement and they, they get set up. And this is when they bring in the heavy artillery. Pastor Kyle... In the full armor of God. Dude, it's such a WWE intro. Hey, demons. We're going to bring in somebody that you really don't like too much. Well, not just me. Also him. This is very dangerous, guys. You guys are playing with fire. Christ's word made flesh. He who commands you. You have a clergy member. In the dark. So do something you want another shot you're gonna have to go through him fireworks you took elizabeth and you took her away from me <laughs> when i think of pastor kyle's interest music i think of i think of kane just fireworks everything's red it's kane it's kane and aaron is so stoked to agree to an exorcism because because they start talking about calling out demons and all that. And he's like, listen, you better be ready for me to have to to perform an exorcism. And they need he needs pre-consent, which is not something Catholics are used to asking for, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's he's Zach is a little bit older. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, you know. He's he's out he of the consent. altar boy. Like, he's not going to look good in the robes and all that. He's too big. He's too bulky. He's too hard. He's not buttery, Eric. That stirred it up, I bet. You think? <laughs> Just to really kill the momentum of the show, they bring out the spirit box. Yes. Oh. But, it, but uh, the spirit box immediately calls out Zach for his fear of heights. And then Zach is just like, yes, I am afraid of heights. Let's cut back <laughs> to Sloss Furnace where I was shitting my green underwear because I was so high up. <laughs> and then they get uh, uh, an EVP of a blam jam. Yes! Fucking bullshit, man. They've started bleeping the goddamn fucking EVP. Which makes it, it's, it's funny that they even include those. Like, I understand, like, they gotta get content but it's like because of the beep is there you can't understand a single thing and because they can't put the word up what the fuck is the point there's no point exactly it, it's like it's just static and then a beep noise you can't just pretend that you you could make that shit up so easily you now that you mentioned that i am now almost positive that we are about to enter an era where it is going to be very blam jam heavy on the EVPs on episodes with mm. not a lot else going on because Boy. the EVP does not have to sound good if you're going to beep it anyways. Man, if somebody just like turned on our podcast for the first time and they heard the sentence, it's going to be blam jam heavy on the EVP, they would turn this shit off because they'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? What the hell? What the f was that? Like, it gets interesting 
relevant stuff, which is fun. Again, in the fiction, like, because I get Zach is afraid of heights, and then it says it's going down with the bishop, bad day, and bishop long. Yeah, like as much as I dislike that that device, yeah, that is some like high coincidence, high strangeness shit. Yeah, because his name is Bishop Long. Not, I mean, it would be funnier if it had said Pastor Kyle. Yeah, <laughs> and they were like, and then they're like, well, it could be referring to you. Why is it saying pa- who's Pastor Kyle? Meanwhile, there's some interdimensional like fucking pranksters who are also fans of the R podcast. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Joel Kleinberger. <laughs> Pink boys. If they hear pink boys, Joel and Eric on an episode in, in like oh. 2014, our minds are going to yeah. melt. What will happen next? I have no idea. Next, they get the boring version of the word goggles. Yeah, the spooky speaking spell. The first thing they get, they ask what the name of the spirit is, and it says Scott. Right. Which, of course, for those playing the home game, is they believe it must be Scott Jackson, the co-murderer of Pearl Bryan. Yeah, and confirmed devil worshiper. He he refers to him as the confirmed devil worshiper. Yeah, which is funny if you look into that case because it's very famous. You know how many times devil worshiping is mentioned? Zero. Zero times yeah no shit so in zach's opinion he was literally an agent of satan confirmed it's confirmed by one autobiographical writer (laughs) who we didn't invite back this time the prevailing theory is that they threw it into a river or they threw because they were like dental students the two people that killed pearl were dental students which like the whole story is that these two people fucking slipped cocaine into Pearl Bryant's drink and then murdered her behind a building and cut off her head, which is like, you know, I'm glad that frat boys have been the same (laughs) since the fucking 1800s, I guess. Just like, (laughs) it's the same shit. At least back then they got hung for doing horrible things instead of just getting a slap on the wrist. Now, now they would be a featured guest at a GOP event. I got canceled. They tried to cancel me for beheading that girl. You know, I did put cocaine in her drink in order to have sex with her. And, you know, just because uh, of her woke leftist liberal agenda, I felt in danger for my life. So I beheaded her and threw her head in the oven of my dental school okay bright future dental school bright future uh (laughs) for that they're trying to they're trying to cancel me and take my guns and your guns you're gonna be able to hear about it all at cpac as i speak with ben shapiro and kyle rittenhouse Then they leave uh, Deke and Kyle alone uh, after, of course, Nick gets an orb on him. And they and they describe it as a they, they describe it as a as an orb entering his back. It's right up his ass. Yeah, it's massaging his prostate and he realizes. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's why he's had so many kids, because like after that, he's coming nonstop because there's an orb party up on his prostate. It's like, she's like, you're different after Bobby Mackey's. He's like, yeah, yeah, uh, something happened to me. Um, I felt something inside. And I can't stop coming. Yeah, can you can you put just one finger? <laughs> this activity was hot, and whatever it was didn't want us in here. Nick asks Johanna, uh, you know, if she can sing or whatever, and they get like a humming sound that sounds like any electronic device i don't know man i'm gonna say that one freaked me out it sounded like someone humming it sounds pretty good but i'm just trying to maybe i'm just trying to think of like what else it could be uh but yeah i mean it's pretty good i'll give it i'll give it an oh my god oh it's an oh my god from me it sounds like like a lady right up on the on the mic going "Mm, mm, 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 mm." 
It was fucking scary. It could be, yeah. I'll, you know what? I'm putting down my skeptic hat. I'm sheathing my katana. <laughs> Take that skeptic hat off and burn it in the fires of the power of Bobby Mackey's music. I, I am going to tip my fedora to Bobby Mackey's. <laughs> tip your fedora so heavily that it falls right off. And then lands on the head of the decapitated woman in that well. <laughs> and then Pearl Bryan says, tip tip. <laughs> oh, we got a little skeptic on our hands here. Then we get to the exciting shit. Because they, oh, yeah. they start the exorcism of the location. Of Bobby Mackey's, yes. Which Pastor Kyle does a very good job of explaining, like, this book... And this equipment is what we use to, like, cleanse a location. But this book, this Chekhov's gun right here that I'm pointing to, my, my <laughs> Chekhov's Bible, uh, this is what we use in case one of you gets possessed. Of course, Zach is still investigating while this is happening, and he gets the growl. And it is scary. That is a real... That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> This is freaky, dude. So Pastor Kyle is, like, praying constantly. He's, like, saying, like, you know, turn to the light of the Lord and all that stuff. And then one of their EVPs says, don't, don't, uh, don't trust the light. Very on theme. And this is when Zach starts getting into character. You see him, like, start transforming. He, like, starts flexing real hard. And then he starts going to Pastor Kyle's like, hey, man, hey, man, I feel I'm feeling weird. I feel weird. And then Pastor Kyle, like, he is such a boon to the production of this show at this moment. Like, he's like a like a, a camp counselor. He's like, just just take it easy here, scamp. Just you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. <laughs> he's like patting him on the back. It's actually like, what's that over there? He's like, don't don't even look at that. Don't don't worry. And then he looks at Nick and Aaron. He just mouths. Get the book. Get the fucking book now. <laughs> and then this is the most frustrating thing since the cut of the Zach possession in Pavalia, because Pastor Kyle just seconds ago a great boon, then is just like, hey, we should turn off the cameras, and they fucking do. Yes, such a load of shit. Because then we get the whole. The whole breakdown happens afterwards where we get the sit down, the sit down chat with all, all the gack. And they're like, what really happened when the cameras turned off was so intense. And it's like, oh, fuck you. They robbed us of an Aaron possession. And that's where it ends. And it's like, what a disappointing note to end on. In like where demonic possession is the theme of this episode, and it's like you're you're not gonna show two of the boys getting possessed. I don't understand the whole like turn off the cameras bullshit. Is it is it because Pastor Kyle thinks that like the process of the exorcism is too sacred to show to people? Because like that's. Why he's there? Yeah. I'm ready to get out of here. I'm ready to get the hell out of here. I'm out. Sure, I'm out. Get out! I'm out. I'm out. Good idea. Great idea. Eric, what did you think about uh, this return to apparently the worst place they've ever been? It was great. Um, I was so happy to see returning characters. Yeah, all around, it was a really good episode. I mean, the very end, the whole thesis again... Aaron kind of like points it out at the end where he's like, you, all you skeptics, all you, he's like tearing up. He's like crying. And he's like, all you skeptics, you just spend one night, spend one night in a place like this and tell me you don't believe it. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's got this impassioned speech where he's also like people out there who've experienced this. They think they're crazy, man. They think they're alone. You're not alone. You know, the whole time he's like calling out the skeptics, I'm like, Dude, Bobby Mackey doesn't believe. I mean, I think, again, I think Bobby Mackey is just a a promoter. And he's very good at being a promoter. I think this episode was great. I hate the way it ended. But, like, I feel like this is peak Ghost Adventures. Oh, yeah. 
It like this is like them having a serious premise. There's no skits. There's no goof arounds. The only thing that was silly was the cow gif squish. <laughs> yeah, and that was very brief. Yes. <laughs> and Zach thought that was scary as fuck during the <laughs> so editing. So funny. You know what? Eric. <sighs> is it that time? It is time to challenge Zach Bagans to come fight us in the dark, you honky tonk bitch. Ooh, boy. <laughs> This is very dangerous, guys. It's like we're going in for the attack. I would be ready to perform an exorcism. Show me your power. You guys are playing with fire. Throughout this episode, a lot of what we learned is that in ghost hunting and in dealing with the paranormal or demonic presences in general, mm-hmm. having loved ones mm-hmm. is a liability. This is true. You gotta go on ahead by yourself. If you got a wife, that's over. You yep. got kids, they're never gonna talk to you again. You got pots and pans, they're rattling. Mm-hmm. But if you're by yourself, it's just you and the paranormal. Yeah. And much like a sad, sad honky tonk country song, <laughs> I'm challenging Zach Bagans. To a loan off. A loan off? Whoever dies alone wins. <laughs> because Zach, he doesn't have a wife. He no. doesn't have kids. This is true. And neither do I. And whoever makes it to the very end without either of those will be able to take on the paranormal better and faster and meaner. And Zach, you know, he, uh, despite all the female spirits that he's attached to, he still just can't help astral projecting himself into... <laughs> oh, man. I, that That is canon. Though. Allegedly. Allegedly uh, that is can That is some, like, Bram Stoker's Dracula shit. Yeah, he's standing in his dungeon. And he's just, like, knocking on people's windows like, Hello, it's me, TV Zach Bagans. When Zach's spirit arrives to you through astral projection, I bet it sounds just like the fog in the remake of <laughs> The Fog. What? Where he goes, What? <laughs> and it is, it's accompanied by a very light, Wake me up, wake me up inside. Do I hear Evanescence? Oh no, oh no, he's back! <laughs> we came at this uh, a little bit differently. Very differently, in fact. I, I, I hope so, because mine's just depressing. Well, polar opposite, because where you found power in being alone, I want to challenge Zach Bagans with the power of taunting camaraderie because I want to take our wonderful witches and warlocks to Bobby (gasps) Mackey's to have a Zach come back and get attacked hoedown. (laughs) We will be singing Zach based parody songs where we say Zach Bagans names all the time taunting him, riling up the spirits, having her own boots scootin' boogie hoedown about Zach Bagans, and you know what? He's not, he doesn't have the fucking stones to enter that place even during the day to go check out a memorial. He can't do shit. Joel, I think this works really well with mine (laughs) because there's no way Zach can go into a honky-tonk boot scootin' boogie full of Zach Bagans fans <laughs> and leave single. No, this is true. This is true. Nah, he is going to get married during that fucking party. If he has the courage to enter in, he says he will never he will, says he'll never set foot back in Bobby Mackey's again. If he hears his his name being chanted inside Bobby Mackey's with a bunch of honky tonk music and he hears that there's a bunch of people in there yeah. who all are obsessed with him, he's he's going. 
as a double bonus, because we've been using his name to stir up all the spirits, uh, he might literally just melt when he comes in because of all the demonic energy we're kicking up by singing songs about him. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm outside in the rain, (laughs) very much alone, but safe. Yeah, you're just standing like at the bus stop. You're on the train tracks, the abandoned train tracks in like a rain. And I look in and I see him melting and I was like, I won. But at what cost? Well, when you see him explode from the demonic possession, a a slow smile crosses your face, your heavily bearded face. And you 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 (laughs) nod and you come in towards the light of Bobby Mackey's and you rejoin the honky tonk. (laughs) I'm allowed to take a wife. I mean, that's presumptuous. You're allowed to uh, entertain the notion. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) This never ends well. This doesn't end well for me at all. Is that all you can do is just make some stupid little noises? Because that's not going to make me scream like a little girl. Dance floor is yours. Show yourself. Witches and Warlocks, we are in the fucking golden era. Like, we are, every episode in this season, at least the next two, are so fucking good. So stick around, because next episode they go to Waverly Hills, and you know it's going to be good because it's an old abandoned sanatorium, so it's the worst. Ah, beautiful. We do this out of respect. That's right. There's a lot of, we don't taunt good entities but evil entities like zach bagans can come fight us in the dark good entities like aaron could come hug us in the light and i hope that he got remarried at some point we'll hook you up aaron <laughs> you know he has you know dude he's such a hot piece of meat now he's such a zaddy oh first result aaron goodwin can't wait to get married to his fiance last year Good news. Oh, they're so cute. Anyways, Eric, (laughs) I love you. (laughs) I love you too. Witches and Warlocks, (laughs) love you, love you, and uh, thank you for joining us, uh, and we'll catch you next time. All right, all you Witches and Warlocks, thank you so much for tuning in. You can find us at CFMITD on Twitter or on Instagram at Come Fight Me in the Dark. Be sure to check out the Come Fight Me in the Dark Patreon as well. That is patreon.com slash CFMITD for tons of bonus content that we're working on, full series of Paranormal Challenge, cut bits, and new skits where we mess with scam bots. You can also send us an email to Aaron is a bottom biatch at gmail.com. That's A-A-R-O-N is a bottom B-I-A-T-C-H at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. We love you. Good night.